Welcome back to Real Things Podcast. My name is Caitlin. If you didn't already know that, go back to the intro and relearn, I guess. Um, I talked in the intro about how I have like 30 things that I wrote down to start talking about. And I honestly was like going through the list and trying to decide what I wanted to talk about first. But I think the first thing that I want to bring up is the fact that I'm in my 20s, early 20s, and I have so many things that like I just didn't think like, I thought I would know the answer to already. And, like, that's, you know, no surprise. We all know, like, we're in our 20s, whatever. And it's just expected that you're not going to know everything, obviously. But I was talking with someone the other day, and not to bring, like, a dim light on the subject or, like, on the topic, but, ah, I don't know, something weird came over my brain the other day. And I was thinking, I could be in... Like, the quarter, like, I could have already lived either one-third or one-fourth of my life already. And that's scary. Like, (laughs) that is terrifying to me. That I've spent the last 20, almost 23 years living. And I can't even, like, I have a lot to say. I have a lot of memories. um, But I forget a lot of things. Like, I don't remember everything. But it's just, like, it's weird. It's surreal to think that I'm already, like, a third or maybe a quarter of, the, quarter of the way done with my life. Like, that's a lot. I know. And I'm sorry if you have, like, already scary thoughts about that kind of thing or if death is a major fear, but that's the reality of it. Like, that's a topic that I think about a lot, and especially lately. With, with all the corona stuff, too... I feel like that was, like, a big thing. Like, when corona happened, I was, like, really, really, like, alone with my thoughts. And I think that I just kept myself busy um, before corona. I actually was working one job. But I was trying to only work one job because I felt like I was spreading myself too thin working two, three, four, up to five jobs at all times. Like, since I could even get a job. Um, So, I feel like my brain just kind of goes like, whoop, like into this little pocket of, okay, well now you're going to spend your day overthinking. Like you're not doing anything. Like your brain's not thinking about what's right in front of your face right here, right now. Now you got to think about 20 million other, other things like that you were worried about before, or, you know, like everything that's on the back burner is now on the very front burner and it's scalding. Like the pot is boiling over like that scene in Lilo and Stitch when, you know, Bubbles walks in and catches Nani not at home. Anyway, we're at this point in corona, in quarantine, where things are starting to get interesting. Like, I feel wholeheartedly that this stuff won't be over for a while. My job is telling me that I'm going to go back to work maybe in August, maybe July. Who fucking knows? But I don't really care. I honestly don't. Because, you know, I think that... I actually got, and I'll explain everything, I got more of this time to think, and I've wished for so long, I was telling myself, I need a vacation, I need time off, like, I just wish I had a day to, like, lay down, whatever, and I think those kind of thoughts and prayers were, like, answered, and I'm not religious by any means, so don't go there, but I just think that I, in general, needed a break, and I definitely got the break, but I think this break is a little overdue. And we're over it. So let's let's move it along. Um, I 
have thought a lot about just like things in general. And that was like the biggest thing that kind of hit me was like, you know, like I should know what I want to do with my life. I should know where I want to go, like who I want to be, like who I want to, you know, meet and blah, blah, blah. Like what should I be doing right now? And I am always, I'm always torn between these things where it's like, you know, if you love something, you let it go. And if you like love something, you fight hard for it and like you never give up, whatever. Or like, you know, I strongly believe, I'm not religious, but I strongly believe that everything happens for a reason. And yeah, like a lot of people that are religious or are Catholic or Christian or whatever, whatever religion you are, a lot of people do believe that too. But also at the same time, I very much value that. And, you know, I've been like, I've had relationships or I've had friendships where people don't necessarily believe that, which is totally fine. Like you're allowed to believe whatever you want. I'm not like saying that you should, but through the course of time, like you have things that get kind of thrown at you. And like, I, I think this is where that kind of resonates with me is that, you know, if I don't know, someone gets hit by a bus, I'm not trying to be dark because I feel like that's definitely where this is going. But if someone gets hit by a bus, like, I don't think like if that person's like a holy saint and like they're you know, the best person on the earth, like whatever. I don't think that they should be hit by a bus. I don't think that like, you know, they deserve to be hit by a bus. But I think if they're hit by a bus, that that's part of their path. Like, you know, that's part of like, you know, the path of life is that that needs to happen. I don't know what that person is going to do, but maybe they could go on and like give motivational speeches or whatever, because they got paralyzed from being hit by a bus and they could inspire hundreds of people because of something that happened to that one person they could go off and inspire hundreds of people because they got hit by a bus and they were like you know I got paralyzed and like they could be giving like different TED talks or whatever about being paralyzed and you know the faces or the struggles they face and how they overcame them and that could inspire hundreds millions of people for all I know but I think that everything does happen for a reason. So I'm not saying that anyone that's good, bad, whatever deserves to be hit by a bus or like needs something bad to happen to them. And there's like been a lot of things and topics on that, which I'll kind of touch on later. But I definitely think that people get offended about that. They're like, you know, does someone with that like a good person, like does my mom, does my grandma deserve cancer? No, like blah, blah. I'm not saying that anyone deserves anything. I'm just saying that in the long term, like, in the long run, in the retrospect of everything, like, no one deserves that. I mean, if you're, you you do the crime, you do the time, like, I kind of agree with that as well. But anyway, I just wanted to touch on that, but now I feel like I'm getting really into that, and that's not really the point of this episode. I was just talking about, you know, there's a lot of those, like, parallel statements, like, where they kind of, like, run alongside each other, but they don't mesh. So the biggest thing that I struggle with is like, if you love something, you hold on to it. Like you never let it go. You fight for it. You work on it. And the other one is if you love something, you let it go and it should come back to you if it's meant to be right. That goes with like relationships, friendships, jobs, like careers, whatever. But like those kinds of things like that, like mess with my head so bad. And that's why I spend a lot of my time overthinking is you know, things like that. So like my parents, they got divorced when I was like, I don't know, three or four. They were 
married for two years because they were having me. So I think they were married for two or three years. And then like, that's after they were found out that they were going to have me. And then when I was like four, they got divorced. And then my mom remarried, whatever, when I was really young. So I grew up thinking that was normal. Well, come to find out that that's not normal. And a lot of the friends I noticed that I grew up having also had divorced parents and like whatever. So kind of in relation to what I was saying earlier, like my mom took a risk, you know, divorcing someone. And, you know, I strongly believe that divorce is not an option. You know, if you give up on love, like if you give up on someone that you swore like in your vows that you were just going to, you know, be there for whatever, then that's not fair. And, you know, I also have mixed emotions about that because I've broken up with people or whatever. Like I've let go of friends because it would just like it turned into something ugly that it wasn't supposed to be. And that's. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, like, where does that, like, line in the sand begin and end? Like, where do you reach that line where it's like, okay, so you have all these emotions, you have these feelings, whatever. You've sworn up and down that they're the, like, that they're going to be in your life through better, through worse, whatever. But where, where does that just fall apart? You know, I get it. People fall out of love, like whatever. You know, you see people on TV. I was just watching Psych and this one lady, whatever, was like cheating on her husband. And like that disgusts me. If you cheat, like that's the lowest of low. Have the guts to tell someone that you feel a certain way. Don't just lead them to believe that. But anyway, um, I just think that with that being said, (sighs) those kind of things, like, those sayings kind of resonate with me, and, like, I fight, like, I talk to my mom about these things, like, I'm, like, you know, when I'm, like, with a friendship, or, like, you know, in a relationship, or, like, you know, with your marriage, like, I ask her so many questions about things, like, caring and being there for someone, because I try to be there for everybody that I can be. My friends are great. My, you know, relationships have been great in the past, but, you know, some have fallen through, and you know what? That happens. And on another kind of topic, but that's also related, I actually had a friend in college and we were walking back from, um, this like strip of bars that we used to go to right down the road. It was like five minutes, like five minute drive, whatever, but we were walking back and it was a drunk conversation, whatever. But we were talking about the fact that, you know, he had friends that, he's known since he was like a kid growing up, like since kindergarten, they were childhood friends. He's known them all his life. And he was like, you know, we had a mutual, me and him had a mutual friend that we were having like problems with. And, um, he really opened my eyes with the statement. He was like, Kate, when you trust people too easily, like you just give your, your heart and your everything way too easily. And I was thinking about it. I was like, you're right. I do, but I don't really know why. And then I thought about it for like, a minute and I was talking with him about it. It was the most in-depth, like emotionally invested I was feeling in like, I've had many conversations like that, but like, I love those kind of conversations where you can like really be like, Oh damn, that's where it stems from. You know, like that's where that came from. That's why I feel the way I feel. So I was talking with him and he was like, you know, he said, you know, you trust too easily, whatever. So I was like, yeah, you're right. And then it came to me and I was like, 
I think it's because I don't have any childhood friends. I don't think I have had like anything stable like since I was a kid and I'm kind of like getting choked up over this but at the same time it's true that I've never had like stability. I moved in the middle of third grade. I had divorced parents. I would go back and forth back and forth to go see my mom and my stepdad. They lived in one house and then my dad and my soon to be stepmom but she wasn't in the picture till much later. But um having that be part of my life and then also I didn't have my childhood friends like my friends they all we all cut contact as soon as I moved and um I did have friends growing up they weren't always the best and they weren't like you know always there for me like I was trying to be there for them and I was a very clingy person I am a very clingy person in regards to like relationships and stuff because I feel like I have to be, I think. Um, and just now as I'm saying this, I think that I'm coming to like a realization that I'm a very clingy person, but I don't try to be. I don't want to be a clingy person, but I think in some areas I'm like, you know, once I have the attention of somebody and once I think about, you know, our friendship or like the future and stuff like that, like I'm like, oh, like this person could be like my forever friend. This person could be whatever. I kind of like latch onto that person and I like don't want that person to leave. I don't want that person to go, but like, you know, life happens. I've said that about so many people and, um, having that conversation with my friend, I was like, I think that's why I trust people too easily. And I just kind of give my all to people is because I've never had anything stable. And when I get stability or when stability comes near me, I kind of freak out. I want it. But at the same time, I've never really, like, trusted it or experienced it. So that's kind of crazy. But, yeah. Um, anyway, that's where I kind of feel on that. I needed a second. But, anyway, I also think that I question those things a lot because I really just don't know. And, like, you know, people have, that have had... I'm not saying, like, divorced parents, like, ruined me, but I definitely don't think it helped me. I don't think that anybody wishes to have, like, divorced parents, but I'd rather my parents be happy and better off than to be miserable just because they want to be together for me. Like, I wouldn't want that either. And I've had friends like that where they told me, like, yeah, my parents are only together until I, like, move out and then they're going to separate. Like, that's horrible. Like, that's miserable. Don't tell your kids that. Don't be like that in front of your kids. I mean, I'm not saying like, I'm, I'm not them. So whatever. And like, if they have like a mutual like agreement, like, you know, we're doing this, we need to be strong for our kids. Like my cousin who actually is a month younger than me, she had a kid and she was telling me, she's like, yeah, like I'm just trying to be strong for my kid because she was having problems like at the situation she was in, whatever. I mean, like, that's crazy. You know, I think you should be strong for your kids, but at the same time, you shouldn't make your own life a living hell because of it. Like, you know, but I guess we're just doing the best that we can do in the situations that we're in. So, oh, I don't know. That kind of stuff just like blows my mind that people just do that. Like that they can just like mold themselves and like formulate themselves to be in like the situation 
And that's crazy to me. Not even just like separation or making themselves uncomfortable, but like, you know, think about relationships. Like you've formed yourself to be something that you're not truly, like someone that you're truly not because you want to be impressive to the person that you're with or like your friends. Like I had friends and I did this too as a friend. Like I used to lie to my friends because, or like lie to my parents because I like wanted to not get in trouble or I want to be something that I'm not or like whatever. And I have friends that still lie to this day. And like, you know what? That's normal. Like trying to fit in is so annoying. (laughs) It's so annoying. And, um, I think I just struggle with the idea and the concept that people, I don't know, just people, things, whatever. But I don't know. I want the input of you guys too. Like if you guys have any insight, you know, having those debates with yourself, like, okay, should I trust this, like my gut? Should I trust like my heart? Should I trust my head? Like, I mean, I try to talk to my mom about these things and she's like in her forties and she has kind of had the same upbringing that I did, like divorced parents wise, whatever, stepdad problems, any, any of that. Um, but I think like having that and like being like having that like upbringing and like that similarity between us, like that kind of makes me relate, like talking to her, relating to her all that much better because not everyone can understand. Like if she had a perfect upbringing, like with married parents and you know, her sibling and her got along like super great, like whatever, like had no problems. It's hard. It's hard to relate to somebody that doesn't have the same upbringing. Like the only thing you can do is just communicate about that. But like with my mom, I would talk to her about, you know, our upbringing and I'm like, you know, yeah, this sucked. This, this is horrible. And I'm like, I have questions. I'm like, how do you feel about this? Like when you divorced, what did you feel? Like, I like hearing that side of her. I mean, she probably hates the fact that I bring it up, but it's something that I get very interested in and I want to hear and go in depth on. And, um, I do have questions. I do, I do wonder like, why, like, why do we second guess and throw ourselves under the bus so much that like we, like we're the, like the problem we're crumbling. Wow. Um, I didn't mean to be dark or deep or whatever, but like that just kind of like, anyway, So, I don't know. If you guys have insight, if you guys have anything that you think about or stuff like that, like, those sayings that contradict one another, like, let me know. Because I think those kind of throw me off and keep me up at night. Those are definitely things that I wonder and question all the time. So, feel free to email realthingspodcast at gmail.com with your questions, comments, or insight.